All right, brother, we are live. Yes, we are. I am excited. Today is a unique uh, podcast. This kind of was a weird idea that we came up with. And as I'm sure already some of you could tell, we are outside. And At undisclosed locations. Spot. Currently, yes. And I want to apologize in advance. So if you do hear some wind, it gets a little hard to hear. Uh, unfortunately, that is the nature of being in nature. So that's right. Today's kind of just fun. We're going to, I think we're going to hop right in. I mean, I, I guess I want to ask, how has your week been? It's been good, man. So I'm, I just got to say, I am super jacked for this. And like you said, we're going to have some bumps in this because um, life is going to be happening around us. Um, but I feel like um, we're going to have some creative stuff kind of come out of this. And hopefully we do things like in this, like this in the future. Um, and I hope we do something like this together sometime, like where we're kind of like oh, yeah. out and about together doing stuff. Um, but week has been good. Weekend was awesome. Um, we did a camping trip for the first time in a while. Um, nice. and the first time ever car camping. So we actually got a full size mattress. Um, and we, uh, threw it in the back of Polly's car. Um, and it worked out even better than we thought it was going to got to check mm. out Putin Bay a little bit. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that's a year. Coldest, <laughs> definitely the coldest it's been since we've been, that I've ever been um, at Putin Bay, and um, definitely the earliest I've been. So it was kind of like a movie set almost. It was kind of weird how some places weren't open yet. The places that were open were like a ghost town. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Awesome, awesome. And what what day did you all, all leave? So we left Friday right after work. Um, got up there Friday night and then got back Sunday afternoon. So it's kind of nice because we didn't have to take off any days. We just got to squeeze every bit out of the weekend possible. And it was a good time. That's, yeah, that's great, man. And it's interesting because this is actually the weekend you guys chose. This was like the first weekend that actually like even stores on the Bay open at all. So I didn't even know that. You kind of got lucky. Yeah. To this, I think it's uh, what they call whiskey light or something like that. Was this? Oh, weekend, I did. So. You know what? I did see that. Now that you say that, the Roundhouse. Yes. Yeah, so that's just like that. Bars like up the, on the, yeah. This is a kickoff weekend. So awesome. Yeah. Well, we kicked anyway. it off, and it was chilly but good. And you got some running in. I did get some running in. I got a four point two miler in. For those of you who don't know, and I, I do it every year. For the last couple of years since COVID, actually, for Pat Tillman. So it's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. It was a blast. It's one of three races I'm signed up for for virtual this summer. That are with his association, so kind of pumped. But that's awesome. I guess man. my so first my question, question to you is: is <laughs> we no, have the go same for thing it. at the same time, of course. <laughs> I'm going to ask great. you before we we move forward with that: is what's the best thing about a virtual race, and what's the worst thing about a virtual race? So, I'd say obviously everybody could kind of anticipate the worst part about a virtual race is you're not around other people. That's the part of racing I love and running races that I love with people you get to talk to, people you've never met before. You do meet, um, you're having some friendly competition and fun, but you're also other uh, to always do your best, right? Um, it, it's about you want to get achievements, you want to beat the few people next to you, you want to have some competition, but really it comes down to you're beating yourself, um, which I think kind of segues into one of the things I love about doing a virtual race is it really lets you focus on yourself and it really lets you focus on trying to be your absolute best for yourself uh, without having to have point. Um, other people around you 
but it does take away from some of the uh, competitive edge, you know, because you get juiced up on race day and you race a little faster. So, but that's the best part is you're by yourself, you're in your own little head, you get your own thoughts and you're really just challenging yourself to be better than you were the day before. So that's awesome, dude. That is awesome. And I know that you had something for me. You were about to ask a question too. Actually, I was just going to jump right in uh, to our topic, I think, tonight. Uh, unless yes, you have anything else you want to get in. So I'm ready, I guess dude. right right now where you're at, um, just try to do your best to paint the scenery. What are you seeing? Okay. What are you feeling? I can already hear the bird. And as I'm t- I was going to say, as I'm talking, tell me what you're hearing. Um, I can hear the bird singing to me right now. Uh, Yep. Um, so I am at a place that is relatively close to my house. Um, it's about a 10 minute drive. Um, and it's a place that I actually went to pretty early when I first moved to Cincinnati. And for anyone that has ever moved to a new city outside of your hometown, there's kind of that intro period where you don't really know where you are at any given point. Um, accomplishments are when you've made it to Walmart successfully without using Google Maps for the, for, for the first time. Um, you're getting those little check marks out the way. Um, and then as you kind of as you kind of um, stay in that city for more years, um, you start to kind of connect all the isolated places and you realize they're actually really closely related. So mm. it's kind of cool because I came here when I first moved here because um, it was familiar, because it was like nature. Uh, but I am out in the woods, um, hmm. and as I'm walking, um, I've got some dry ground, thank God. So oh, nice yeah. dry dirt. Got, got some birds chirping um, off in the distance. It's really hilly where I am, so you're going to hear me um, be out of shape walking up the hill. I'm about to go up. But, dude, it's just absolutely beautiful right now because I don't know about in Lancaster where you are, but the leaves have really started to, to pop. I feel like yep. la- this time last week, we had some flowers and some blossoms, but now the woods are really starting to get a lot of foliage and it seems a lot more dense this, this time around. Oh, yeah, I could agree to that. I can test that. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the flowers are in full bro- bloom. Um, and the, yeah, the greenery is just green. So I'm loving it here in Lancaster right now, actually. And actually what I'm looking at sure, is you know. very... Yeah, but I mean, I'm right now currently walking around a big body of water. It's like a pond. Uh, mm-hmm. There are about a billion geese everywhere that are just like gracefully floating through the water. I have been hissed at a goose already today. Um, <laughs> I was about to say that right before we hopped on. Yeah, right before we hopped on. And it's um, it's beautiful because, you know, the sun's shining and then where it's at right now, going over to that side, it's the, wa- the, the sun is right over the water. Um, you're able to really kind of see some of that and, and the water just looks so blue, even though it's, you know, I know it's kind of gross water, I guess, but it looks blue because of the sunlight and um, it's just very open and beautiful and very, everything's green trees all around me, uh, people all around me, some birds in nature. I'm sure you just heard that big bird tripping in my ear. I but, did. Yeah. So, so where you are, um, is it like, a park, a preserve, like what's it kind of set up as? 
So it actually is a park. It's a local like um, little park. So Lancaster has a really robust uh, park system. And this is just one of many parks that I live really close to. And so it's very public and everyone's out kind of enjoying the weather, you know, cause it's so beautiful. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's the nice thing is for people who um, don't really know too much about like their, their areas, park systems. The cool thing is I think what you're kind of describing is where I was like yesterday, where there's some soccer fields. Um, you have some, like, maybe some basketball courts, tennis courts, um, some walking trails, things like that. Mm. And then you also have more of those um, like woodsy kind of trails. Yeah. Where since Cincinnati, a lot of the trails I go to in town are kind of like the one you're describing. And it's just so, they're, they're like park benches and stuff like that too. Yeah, there's park benches, everything. And actually, like, so what's actually cool is we, I kind of, this park I'm specifically at, I'm actually continuing to walk. So you might hear me be out a little bit of a breath here too, everybody. But uh, <laughs> um, I am actually, it's got like some woodsy areas that are actually kind of attached to it. So you can kind of get that city park feel, but then you can also get the, that's cool. like, you know what I mean? Like all the feels. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so you get out it's and just so nice. Can, and like right now there's these uh, trees right now. I'm actually looking at one that is so just beautifully like bloomed. It's purple um, and they're just everywhere. And so right now I'm like in the back of this like a little woods. I call it a like hidden bike path. So it's like very mini like mountain bike trail. Hmm. Okay. That's awesome, dude. And as I'm talking to you, I just got blasted by a spider web. So that's exciting. See? I actually Make saw. <laughs> I thought I saw a uh, a bug, kind of like flying at a, kind of like almost hovering. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I've never seen a bug really hover like that before. And the next thing I know, I just walk right into a spider web. So, <laughs> so oops, sorry, spider. Sorry, um, spider. And you guys are currently probably getting blasted by a boatload of wind on my end. So I apologize. But yeah, man, it's just, it's so fun. Um, even if you don't have a ton of parks in your area, wherever you're listening right now, this is such a cool time to do it because I'm not kidding. If you're hiking every five, six, seven days, you're going to get a totally different perspective each time you're going right now because it is changing rapidly. Yes. It's, um, and even in fact, I've walked this path that I'm walking now. I've walked this many times over the last two weeks and it's so crazy to see how much greener it already is and like the different flowers that are blooming and just how crazy beautiful it is. But then what's also cool is it's like all the leaves are still here. So like just if you were quiet for a moment, you can like hear the leaves just like crunching underneath my feet still. Like I'm gonna just sit silent for a second because I kind of want to hear this. It's yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. It's just like so relaxing when you really come out here. I think that's my challenge. I think I'm part of the reason why we're doing today's podcast. And it's, it's a little unorthodox for what we normally do. But I really like challenge people who even say people who even say, like, I'm not a hiker. I hate being outdoors. I used to actually be that kind of guy, like kind of person. Like I always love being outside a little bit, but I never really enjoyed getting outdoors, I guess. And I really discovered it one day when I actually went out on my own and I walked through some like just paths on my own. 
And it's so relaxing and rewarding that something about just being on your own, walking through nature will really make your soul somehow feel at peace. Like, it's like, that's where I belong. It's, it's like, you feel like you belong and you can really collect your own thoughts and just be it's in a medicine, moment of silence I mean, away from everything and away from everybody and all the judgment that the real world gives you. And it's, it's great. Even if you, I challenge everybody, even if you can only do an hour of, of being outdoors on your own a week at one hour, like think about how much think about all the things we spend our time on for one hour to get outside. Right. And that's something I was going to ask you and you kind of answered it. I was going to say, cause when we, when we had this idea to like, let's do like a walk with Josh and Pat, we could go wherever, wherever the heck we wanted. We could have been driving around. We could have been walking inside of Kroger, like, we could have been doing anything and we both did the same thing, <laughs> which is kind of par for our course. If you ever, if you listen to our podcast, yeah. but, um, why, why is it? And you kind of answered that, but is there any other reason that, you know, going straight to a park is therapy for you? I think for me, because it's a way, um, I don't know. I think, again, I think I kind of answered it. I think a way of getting like my thoughts collected for myself you know, and being able yeah. to um, just really be alone with myself for a moment. And as I'm currently saying this, yep. um, I just want everybody to kind of know how crazy this is just describes how crazy I am. I am currently currently balancing on a old railroad tie in the middle of a pond. <laughs> and I totally just <laughs> took a picture. Awful. I just totally took a picture of my shoe on this railroad rod. I'll post it for y'all. Yeah, we're going to post that. We're going to post um, that. The best that I'm doing here to to not uh fall but i think that's the big thing i think for me is like you're right i could do anything with my time like i could go to a bar i could drink and don't get me wrong i'm not against alcohol i like to drink like the next person um i like my beer but i could go do that or i could go do this or i could you know there's a million things i could do but i but i choose to be outside and there is just something so much about it that really is I keep harking on it. It's just good for you. It's good for your soul. It's good for your mind. You really start to connect with the things around you that, and, and kind of understand and not to be like too hippie for here for a moment. So everybody, please uh, bear with me, but you really do start to connect with the things around you and understand that there is like this universal intelligence that kind of surrounds you and you connect yeah, I mean, with that on a more spiritual level. Yes. I think that is such a cool point because um, we probably have a wide array of listeners in terms of all kinds of things, including spirituality. And I think that no matter where you fall on that, um, you hit it right on the head with nature. It's just kind of this like humbling um, beast that whether it be, you know, like natural disasters or the beauty of nature that just has to wow you when you're in it. And it doesn't have to be these destinations that are across the state or across the country or even on the other side of the world. It can be something that's just right in your backyard for five minutes. If we're yep. intentional enough, we have to be intentional though. Like we see these things forever away wanting to see those and we're not seeing what's right under our nose. Um, and I completely agree with you. I think uh, 
I've talked about this a lot on our podcast where I'm a very anxious person and um, my mind's always going a thousand miles per hour. And I just find it so funny that when I'm hiking or taking a walk in the woods, um, simultaneously, I'm doing two things mm -hmm. um, at any given moment. And one is my mind is still racing, but productively because my feet are moving and I'm, I'm doing something physically, um, yes. but mentally I'm almost, I almost imagine like, uh, have you seen the episode of SpongeBob where he tries to become a fancy waiter and yeah. they go inside his I brain roll. and he has like all the filing cabinets? Yes, that's totally me. That's my brain. That's my brain when I'm hiking. My brain, while it's, it's doing all this stuff, it's also putting things into folders and then cabinets and it's all kind of starting to make sense. I kind of untangle my brain when I'm walking. But then the other thing I feel like is that I achieve um, even if just for a moment, this sense of clarity and presence in the present where mm -hmm. I can kind of turn off my brain and just use my other, use my senses to kind of take in where I am, whether it be visually seeing a bird, like right now I'm seeing a bird hop from tree to tree. Um, I'm actually sitting um, right over a stream that's going under my feet. Um, and sometimes I'll just sit down and just watch it. It's almost like, um, I mean, we can all agree that one of the best things as a human is staring at a campfire, right? Yeah, I think so. And no, that does not make you like a nymphomaniac or whatever it is with fires. <laughs> That's why I said campfire specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah not just fire. Not, not fire any fire. campfire. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a good clarification. I appreciate that cleanup. <laughs> But yeah, people are probably gonna like be like, that, okay, you know, don't like, leave Josh around uh, alone with uh, candle exactly. in the house. <laughs> uh, Staring at a controlled campfire, um, there's nothing like it because I mean, man, I feel like we can all do that with a screen, but there aren't a lot of things outside of a screen mm -hmm. that you can just like kind of mouth breathe and just stare at forever. Um, and I think the highest quantity of those things are in nature, whether it be a stream or Absolutely. Watching a squirrel think, bounce about, watching the fire, yeah. whatever it may be. I think it's, I think the stars even, like if you can get a clear night oh. to just gaze out into yeah. the existence that is. Um, yep. It's kind of crazy. And I think one of the things too for me, um, and for this would be maybe like a brief moment for those um, of you that are maybe more on the spiritual level of like, and there's different levels of spirituality, but I would think that like I personally see this as like my spirituality with like God, right? That, nature for me and being out in and looking at all the different uh, wild animals and kind of how they're all about, you know, in nature, it puts it in perspective and it reminds me that God takes care of all these creatures in nature and nurtures them and gives them everything that they need without them ever having to actually ask for anything. And it reminds me that I'm kind of the same, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, put my mind at ease about things and God will take care of it. And Dude, that's so important to hear. Yeah. And remind me that, you know, it reminds me that I don't have to want for anything. I mean, there's things that I want, obviously, but I don't have to ever, if I go with it with a pure heart, I will always be taken care of regardless. Yeah. And I want to echo that because I think we've talked about this before off air and, um, that cannot be said enough because we all have our own trials. We all have our own 
stories. Um, we have our own heartbreaks and there might, there might be someone right now just going through their ears and their heart is super heavy right now because they're going through something, whether it be with family or friends or their job. And um, hell, I mean, even the news, man, if you're, if you're mm. on social media or the news long enough, um, you're going to find something to really tug mm. at you in some area of your life. And um, exactly what you said, dude, I, I remember last year, it was a smack dab in the middle of COVID in 2020. And I'm watching the news and there's all this stuff going on and all this division and stuff. And I'm walking around and I see a pack of deer running through the woods. And for a second, I thought to myself, man, I'm kind of jealous of these deer because they don't even know what's going on in, in our fabricated world. And when I say fabricated, I just mean like our day-to-day -day stuff that when it's all, um, when we get to the end of our lives, we won't think about these day-to-day -day things. We're going to think about the longevity of things and the long lasting things, not the, the little stuff meant to kind of stress us out. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, like we, we can kind of do that too. And being in those environments that kind of reset you are just so critical. But, and the other thing with that too, like you mentioned with the animals, I think about that with just nature itself and like the woods, like think of where you are right now, man where you are, think of the hundreds, if not thousands of people who have walked the exact same path that you're on right now. Mm -hmm. And they have all of their own thoughts, all of their own worries, all their ambitions, and their, their footprints are gone. They yeah. are maybe not with us anymore. They're definitely not in the forest right now. And the next person walks through and we're constantly changing and everything else is around us is changing but inside the woods it's just it just keeps on keeping on yeah everything keeps going and i just it, think that's so humbling almost, yeah and then it, it keeps going on to the like the natural order of things almost yes you know like there's this natural balance that i feel like we as humans like to try to upset and nature has a way of putting that all back into somewhat of a perspective of nature will always win and nature will always be. And we have a way of overcomplicating right. things as humans. I think that's our biggest downfall to be honest. I mean, honestly, I really think yes. that's the biggest downfall of humanity is that we overcomplicate the simple. Yep. And that's not to say there aren't complicated things that we're going to have to deal with in our lives and complicated things that we're going to have to kind of work through as a society. But we tend yep. to naturally overcomplicate them. Yep. That's why I'm actually looking at a new so spot. I'm looking at a new spot that I've actually never, I mean, I've been in a kind of near the spot, but I'm actually looking at it for the first time, like from this perspective while we're out here. Hmm. What's cool. it look like, like? It's like, so there's like this railroad track and I've like never walked or a bridge and I've never walked down underneath the bridge. I've always just walked over the bridge. But like, once you get down here, you're like under the bridge and there's like three different creek or crick, however you want to pronounce it, depending on where you're from, that <laughs> like inter intersect at one spot, hmm. which is pretty cool. And I'm currently watching a bird like bathe, in, bathe in the creek. Hmm. He's like that splashing around, splish splash, taking a bath. <laughs> All right, I want you to oh, guess uh, what, what you're hearing right now. Can you hear anything on my end? I'm hearing a boatload of birds. That one sounds like canaries. 
Is there anything else? Not really. So I'm right over a stream right now, like a waterfall. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't really make it out, but I'll take a picture of it and post it too. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's um when you what you were describing, how cool is it too when you have those moments when you come up to something and you get this feeling of I feel like I'm the first person that's ever come across this. Yeah, I mean I could totally understand that if there wasn't graffiti everywhere. <laughs> See, and then and then you have something like that, like uh, 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 Coca-Cola can or like, well, a beer bottle. <laughs> Maybe I'm the second person. <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yeah, that, um, those those are always like, oh, okay, just kidding. I feel like another thing for me when I'm hiking in the woods too is you feel this connection to those who've walked before you and I mentioned that like and what I just said with the example of like where you're walking and people have done it before and stuff but then I also think about the people who really were symbiotic with nature like indigenous folks um you know prehistoric folks uh settlers um and you know trappers and those sorts of things people who really were in lockstep with the mm -hmm. seasons and weather changes and um they they knew all botany because they had to right because right. whether it was good or bad for them they had to respect it um so whenever i'm i'm walking too i always make those connections like man i just what it, what it would have been like i know it was a lot of bad but what it would have been like to always be out here yeah and like this was your home it wasn't like you know what i mean yeah like nature was your home oh man someone's really singing for me i can hear it I can hear him it's kind of weird because your birds are doing the exact same thing <laughs> it's like a conference call <laughs> yeah they're like hey how are you doing over there in cincinnati um <laughs> but i do think it's interesting to think about I think that's what's I think that's what's even more important as like our society has evolved and continues to evolve. I mean, if you think about like you kind of say like those indigenous indigenous people, they it was part of their call like it was part of their like just everyday life was to connect with the nature around them, right? Like that's literally what they did. And the further removed from that we are, you know, with technological advancements and technology and which is great and all, uh, but it further removes us from what I feel like naturally calls us and we've got to be intentional about feeding that calling and I know that a lot of some of this is kind of very hippie and weird but it, it's true and we got to learn right now anything goes yeah we got to learn to feel um to, to kind of let that calling um you know and go with it we got to learn to do that and to kind of answer that a little bit yes absolutely and I, I guess it'd be cool for us to say where we are too. What's the name of the park that you're at? So I am in Cincy Park or in and around Cincy Park, which is not in Cincinnati. So let's just, it's kind of funny, but I love Cincy <laughs> Park. It's funny. actually one of the okay. cool, coolest parks. It's right down the, it's less than a mile down from my house. 
Oh wow! So you're super close then. I think mine yes. about as I'm getting I'm getting blasted by wind here, but I'm about two and a half miles um, mm, from home, and it's called French Park, and I'm not in France, so we've got oh, location man. parks that we're currently currently at. Um, but yeah, can you hear? I'm walking down a creek bed now, or a creek bed, as you said. Um, I can, can hear, hear the rocks. Yes, I can hear yeah. those. Um, I think I think we should formally start the movement to make the default crick. Because I don't know about you, but I grew up saying crick. I honestly universally use either. It's very interesting. You kind of code switch depending on where you are. Yeah, uh, that and kind of just how I feel that day, apparently, because I've never really like set my mind to one or other the other. Oddly enough, well, we should at least do that. We should. I think we should at least do that. Oh, here we go. Listen to this. So now I'm walking and I'm coming across um, a probably, let's say, 150 white and red rose petals. Hmm. And there are there's a, a creek, as I said, right beside me. And it's one of the parts of the trails where you're walking on a dirt trail. The trail kind of slowly uh, descends downward at a mm. like a ramp level mm -hmm. across the, the creek and then you pop up on the other side of the trail and i just did that and dude there's a, a hundreds of rose petals and that means to me that someone probably got proposed to here recently that's pretty cool so that's kind of cool that's yeah cool. So you just bumped up on someone's proposal spot yeah what would be so, what would be funny is if they're clearly. like behind the bushes right now because like you like ruined it and they're like oh my trying god not to get you. <laughs> We can have us guests on the podcast. That'd be that'd be nice. We bring it all together. Oh, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool to see that. And yes, I mean it's a place to put, to clear your head. It's a place to propose to people. So there's really not much wrong you can do while you're out and about hiking. Yeah. Um, the only thing, actually, I think you can do that's wrong, and I'm gonna just go hark on this for like 30 seconds. Do it. If you're gonna go do out in nature, do not. And I repeat, for the love of God, people, please do not leave your trash. Oh, dude. Take what, keep whatever going, you go keep going. in. With, I, I want to hype you up here. I'm just saying, whatever you go in with, you should be coming out with, or at least placing in a receptacle Preach. bin that is like designated for Preach. that. Because mm -hmm. you're ruining every all of it, and that stuff ends up in that waterways one. and ruining everything. That is. Yep. So that, that's my 30 second rant. So if you're gonna go to nature, please take take whatever you come in with, take it back out with you. And that's my I, plug. I would probably be seen as a little extremist in this, but I would also say that whatever you see, leave. So take take out what you take in and leave what you see. So that way the next person behind you can also see it. Yes, except for trash. If you find trash that's not yours, but yet you feel so inclined to pick except it up, for trash. Please, do so. please do so. Yes, except for trash, 100%. Yeah. So anyway, and my little plug on be don't be a d bag. <laughs> sorry, sorry yes. if that insults anybody out there, but that's like how I feel about it. Well, no, they need to be called out. They need to be called out. But um, yeah, man, it's just it's so nice. And right now, um, because it's at the time of the this recording, it's pushing seven o'clock. And oh, dude. <laughs> Can you still hear me whispering? Yes. Okay. 
I am walking and I just came up on a deer. And so I am, uh, so I'm walking on this trail and there's this beautiful spot where mm. there's uh, the, the, the trail kind of comes down to a bridge and the bridge crosses over this like babbling crook or uh, creek. <laughs> crick. I got to correct myself. Crick. And as I'm walking, I saw this movement and it's up on a ridge line. And Ooh, okay. we're just kind of looking at each other right now. And I was like, he's so already pretty spotted dude you. Because, yeah, because, oh yeah, he probably saw me like a mile ago. And um, as we talked about all the foliage, so I'm looking up and there's this, it's, it's a pretty mature forest. The trees are probably, I'd say about 50 feet or 60 feet high. Um, but they're kind of sparsely laid out. But then the, the ground, you don't see any dirt other than the trail. It just looks like a green carpet of like brush. And what I was about to say before I saw the deer is with it being about quarter till seven, it gets dark a little after eight. Hi there. And um, there's, it's pretty much like the golden hour right now. Mm-hmm. And so the, the lighting just looks like a movie. Um, yes, it's just absolutely beautiful, and it it was so gleaming that I could actually see the the deer's nose was like glistening with the golden hour on it <laughs> from him like licking his nose. Oh but yeah, 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 dude, it's just like that right there. Just those little gifts of you're walking, um, and I encourage people, you know, if you deer, for the most part, if you're if they're not around their their kids or anything like that, and you're not near. Their, their home in any area chill. there's really no reason to, yeah there's no reason to really fear them um obviously be smart and don't go up to try to pet it if you have an animal with you you probably want to stay away from it because who knows what it'll do to your animal um, but if you're at a distance it's just really cool to take in that and kind of like what you were saying with it connecting to humanity and the spirituality of it all mm-hmm. um there's just nothing like you guys kind of having like a, a staring contest um, and just kind of taking in that nature. It's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. And yeah, I just, yeah, you, you take it all in and it's so mind boggling when you really think about it for a moment. Um, you know, when you think about everything that kind of just is like out here um, and you don't realize how much of it's all, all around you until you really get out and explore it. I guess. And that's, that's something that I was going to say, because I know when we do these podcasts, we try to, to leave with a challenge or a resource or something like that. And my challenge, I'm getting up on the the soapbox that you just got down from. Uh And so get ready. Mine is in regards to nature and coexisting. So um, I came from a smaller town like you did, Um, went to a college town, which was small. And now I live in a bigger city. And part of living in a bigger city is seeing the back and forth between nature and commercializing and whatnot. And seeing nature get pushed further and further and further back into corners. Um, and then the little bit of nature that is available, um, 
that being, you know, not respected and those sorts of things. So something I think of is with deer. Um, I know you have to have population control and those sorts of things. I'm definitely on the, the more hippie side of it. Um, but they're in a pretty small area as it is anyway with us as a, as a society constantly developing land and creating new buildings that I think in about 15, 20 years become empty anyway. Um, but as we're doing it, we're just destroying nature um, and not respecting it. Same thing with, you know, um, weird grass growing in your yard or whatever it may be. Some of the weeds that you think are weeds might actually become really nice flowers and those sorts of things. So I just challenge you um, to think about what inconveniences you and why it is that inconveniences you, especially when it comes to animals. Um, and think about what they have, what we're taking away from them, what we have versus them, and why we're trying to take more away from them. So um, I know that's a sliding scale, depending on what the situation is, but I just encourage people to kind of um, just think about uh, where we kind of, who we're sharing this world with. And you mentioned, you know, indigenous folks and um, their respect for nature and one of, hi there. Oh, you're fine. Go ahead, I got a picture. Yep, go for it. You're okay. Um, one of the things I, I just passed someone on the trail. Um, yeah, one of the hear. things that, <laughs> that I respect so much along with so many other things of indigenous thought is that there is no hierarchy when it comes to nature. So mm -hmm. a rock is as important as water, is as important as dirt, is as important as us. We're all lateral. Um, we're not more important than animals. We're not more important than nature. We're kind of all in this together. And mm -hmm. I think if we all collectively realize that, because um, we're, we're taking from nature, so we should give to nature too. Mm -hmm. I agree. So let that, I think I'll just leave with, with that for tonight. I think that's a good challenge is just respect the nature that is around you. Um, kind of respect the natural order of the way things are and just get out and enjoy it. But also ask yourself the question, the things that you're destroying or kind of taking away, is it because it truly is creating a problem for your life or is it that because it's just an inconvenience and destroying something for the sake of inconvenience um i think it's just ignorant on us as a human race so that's kind of my final thought just think about before you destroy things or take things out of nature is it an inconvenience or is it truly a harm to anything so i hope you all got something i don't say I thought it was fun. Um, I hope you all get to hear some beautiful things. I hope you all get out and challenge yourself to get out of your nature at least once a week, even if it's for like, even if you can only spare the 20 minutes, challenge you to take that 20 minutes and really do it. Um, so I hope you all have a great rest of the week and I look forward to taking a walk with you or chit and chat with you all next week.